You know, the culture is actually damn good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all at? This is Trafalgar Square. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been drinking? It was a good show, huh? During the workday, when you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey! 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 Hey, how you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Savian! How are you doing, boys and girls? TheSportsJourney.com Radio Network is back on the air. It's the Bob Matthews Show. Delighted that you are with us. Are you ready? We got Super Bowl 55. The matchup is set. Buccaneers and Chiefs. And for the first time ever, it is in one of the team's home stadiums. Rams don't count. That was at the Rose Bowl. They played at the Coliseum. 49ers don't count. That was in Palo Alto. They, of course, played in San Francisco. And it is going to be... A bit different this year and the hype leading up to it. We're going to talk about all of that with Washington Post Cindy Boren coming up in just a few minutes. But it is that time of the year and there is more to talk about on the ice. So we are starting with the Caps today. Curious start for the Caps. Continue a shootout loss yesterday to Buffalo. That means that the Washington Capitals are one of only two teams in the league that have gotten points in every game. They have yet to lose a game in regulation. They and Montreal are the only teams to do that right now. Again, four to three yesterday. They lose it to the Sabres. There is there's good and there's bad. Once again in this game, it was it was a mixed bag. Some of the good. Vitek Vanacek is making one hell of a bid to convince Peter Laviolette that he should be the number one goaltender this year. And Laviolette said that this thing was not settled, really, for him uh, coming out of training camp. He said it was going to play out as the year went on. And right now, it looks like Vanacek has the upper hand. 45 saves on 48 shots, not counting, obviously, the shootout, it's a 938 save percentage. Vitek Vanacek is playing well right now. And with Ilya, Ilya Samsonov, of course, is out for the next, what, three games because of this COVID thing. You got to wonder, you got to wonder, um, you know, how this is going to go down. It's not going to surprise me at all to see Vanacek as the number one goalie going forward. Uh, so far, he's 2-0-2. He's got a 91.76 save percentage and a 287 goals against average. That's not bad. That is not too shabby. So it'll, it remains to be seen. Again, that was uh, one of the good things that we saw yesterday. Justin Schultz also uh, got on the scoreboard finally, scoring his first goal of the, ga- of, uh, the season and his first in a capital sweater. So that was good. Uh, and uh, Lars Eller, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Nicholas Backstrom uh, got on the board as well. He's got four goals this year. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in a couple of minutes. Uh, Backy has really picked it up with Ovechkin being out of the lineup. Uh, you know, he's normally, he's a facilitator, but he has picked it up um, with his, you know, with with scoring. Um so far this year so he's got four goals on the year so we'll see what uh, we'll see going forward you know that that's a good thing 
Uh, what I can't figure out, though, and again, penalties were a problem yesterday. Uh, once again, I, I cannot figure out why it is that the officials seem to have mistaken the Capitals for the toughest team in the Federal League. Uh, once again, they, uh, they only uh, drew six penalties and were whistled for 10 of them. And uh, uh, minutes-wise, uh, so they were out-whistled, if you were, 5-3. to three. And it cost them yesterday because the Sabres scored every one of their goals on the power play yesterday. I don't know if it's, you know, if it's, if there is something going on with the officials, but we have to assume that the officials are getting these calls right. I know a couple of them have been ticky-tack, but... You got to tighten that up. You cannot be, you can't be, uh, put your PK on that much. You know, you can't put them under pressure like that on a consistent basis, and hope to keep getting points out of every game. Um, all right, so time for us to go into the locker room and give you your exclusive access to the players and coaches to the teams that we cover here at SportsJourney.com. And by the way. We want to welcome a new sponsor to the Locker Room Access portion of the show. Your Locker Room Access is now sponsored by One Life Fitness with 25 fitness clubs in Virginia and Maryland, a bunch of them down in Hampton Roads, a bunch of them in Northern VA and Maryland. They got everything that you want, free weights, machines. You like to box. I like to box. I go in. I use the heavy bags all the time. Top-notch locker facilities. You're going to feel like you are in a spa when you're there. And there are personal trainers at your disposal. They will help you out anytime you want. Plus, one membership gets you not only every club in the One Life family, but it also gets you free classes. Any class you want, take as many or as few as you want. It is all covered by your membership. And if you want to check it out before you decide to sign up you can do that too just go to onelifefitness.com and click on the free pass icon there on the upper right hand side of the page you can get your free pass to go in have yourself a workout grab you a sauna grab you a steam clean up afterwards take advantage of everything they got to offer and then you can sign up for that membership one life fitness go check them out at onelifefitness.com all right here is peter laviolette yesterday on the shootout loss. Well, there's always a, it depends on how you look at it. You know, um, I think, I think you can look at it both ways. You know, we left a point on the table. I actually thought that, you know, we, the five on five play I thought was, was good. You know, considering, like you said, the guys that were out of the lineup, I thought five on five, we were, we were pretty good. It was especially team battle tonight. Um, the, the tying goal I thought was good. Um, you know, we're able to get, get back, uh, pull it back to even on a power play opportunity. We got to the overtime. I thought we had, man, three, three, three real good chances anyway to win the hockey game and we didn't put it away. And so that's what, you know, you talk about leaving a point. That's what's things for me is like the, the game full unfolded. We ended up in overtime and we had chances to win that. And the guys made some great plays and made some good looks and the goaltender made some big saves. So both goalies were pretty good tonight. Um, and saying that, you know, we, we put another point, um, on our side and you're right. There's, there's some guys. So it was, I'm, I'm, I'm real proud of the guys and the way they played tonight and they battled through adversity here for a couple games because there are some, there are some big names that are out of the lineup, but it did not affect anybody. There's a mindset in there to win hockey games and the guys played hard to try to get that done. 
By the way, Tom Wilson's still out day to day because of that lower body injury. Uh, all, all in all, I thought they played really well, and at least for that game, we saw that this team had some depth when you figure they're missing um, five or six of their top guys in the lineup. Now, obviously, this is not something that is sustainable, I wouldn't think, for the long term. Either that or uh, this team has the deepest and, and best organization in hockey, which would be incredible, but you have to play the odds and say that, again, you're just hoping to get through the next three games or so, and then hopefully things will turn things will stabilize once you get Ovechkin and company off of the COVID list and Wilson uh, is healthy again. And hopefully Tom Wilson will be healthy really soon because he is a difference maker in that lineup. Uh, one of the guys that has been picking up the slack without Ovi in there, as we said a few minutes ago, was Nicholas Backstrom, and we asked Laviolette about him. I think he's, uh, I, you know, the goals are good. I mean, I, I I like it when when guys are firing, even playmakers are firing at the net. Anything has a chance of happening, and that kind of proved to be true in the last goal. Um, you know, with, with regard to Nick, you think he's playing well? He he came into camp in great shape, and um, you know, we need we need guys to stand up in there with with as you, as Tark mentioned with the people out of the lineup. You need guys to stand up and make sure that their hands are on the rope first. And and I think Nick's done that. He's played really well. Um, he's chipped in with some points and some big goals. And um, you know, we needed that. We needed those guys to play big. The big story going into the game yesterday was Connor McMichael making his NHL slash Capitals debut. 20 years old, obviously top prospect in the organization. Uh, didn't record a point yesterday. Did get a shot on goal. That's good. Took a penalty and got nine minutes and 54 seconds of ice time. And afterwards, LaViolette said he was pretty pleased with the way the kid played. Um, I thought he was good. You know, I thought... Um... You know, it's always a tall order jumping into a, a team, especially when you don't have a training camp or, um, you know, you're coming out of quarantine. He's had one one real practice with the team. Um, for him to jump into a competitive game like tonight, I thought he did a good job. It was nothing to write home about particularly, but he didn't look like he was overmatched out there. He looked poised. That's you know He looked like he belonged. And I think that is a good thing. And if he, you know, gets uh, another chance tomorrow night against the Islanders, we'll see if he can improve on that. We talked to Connor after the game about what you would expect to hear from a 20-year-old kid starting his first game in the NHL. Yeah, it was really exciting. Obviously, um, this is what you work for your whole life. And um, obviously a little bit of nerves, but um, I thought I had a good game and I had a lot of fun. Um. Honestly, I don't know. There's not really too many thoughts going through my head. I just don't want to overthink the play and um, just let my skill take over. So uh, you don't want to overthink what you're doing and um, just be yourself. What are you thinking when you're going to the penalty box there for, uh, I guess it was a hook? <laughs> um, obviously, you don't want to take penalties, but um, it happens in the game. And um, yeah. And that basically is a wrap on Connor McMichael's first game. Hey, you know what? It's okay. Get out there. Get the ice time. We'll see what happens going forward again. I think we would all feel a lot better if Tom Wilson is back in the lineup. But then, you know, the question is, do you give him a jersey as opposed to somebody more experienced uh, in an effort to get him some ice time? Probably not right now, all things considered. 
the fact that uh, you know the fact that the Caps are missing four or five of their best players. One of the guys, at least, they had yesterday, T.J. Oshie, and one of the things we asked him uh, was his feeling just on the fact: yes, it was a shutout loss, but again, it's another game where the Caps get points. Well, I mean, we'll take wins as a win. I I, I think uh, a positive is is that tonight I thought for the most part our five-on-five game uh, improved a lot, actually. I think we limited a lot of turnovers. Um, I think we did a good job five-on-five limiting limiting their chances. Obviously, penalties is something that's still lingering for us and, and something that we got to clean up. But, um, you know, I, I, I like where we're at uh, points-wise in uh, not losing the game in regulation yet. Uh, I'd like to win, win uh, a couple of these shootouts, but um other than that like i said our five on five i think is going really well uh that's a positive and something we'll build on and uh still so still a little learning to do on uh on those penalties i thought we pulled together pretty well you know we're we're missing some some big name guys and uh i think the guys responded pretty well and took care of each other for the most part i think we shot ourselves in the foot a little bit with penalties but other than that um the guys played hard we got a couple of young guys in the lineup they played hard tonight and uh you know you always want to take the win, but I think uh, as far as how we played as a team, I think it was a step in the right direction. Did you have any words of wisdom for uh, young Connor McMichael? And uh, overall, what did you think of his debut? Oh, that was pretty good. I thought uh, his first 10 seconds was a little rough, but uh, uh, after that heel pick there, he uh, I think he did a pretty good job. Um, I don't even remember my, my first NHL game. He got so many emotions and adrenaline going, um, but I thought he did a good job. I thought he made some plays. He worked hard. Um, he made some good plays on, uh, on the wall and, and at the blue line to get pucks deep and let his, uh, his line mates go, go for check. So, um, I think it was a good for- first one for him and, you know, looking forward to watching more in the future. By the way, the other voice you heard on a couple of those questions was our good friend, Tarek Al-Bashir from the athletic who is uh, always in on this. All right, so it is the Caps and the Islanders at Capital One Arena tomorrow night, 7 o'clock face-off as Barry Trotz brings his boys down to the district. Victory formation. Three consecutive post-game wins on the road for Tom Brady. The Bucs win. Bucs win. Tampa Bay is heading to the Super Bowl. One more snap. Mahomes goes to a knee. The trophy stays here. Because the Lamar Hunt Trophy stays anchored in the hearts of everyone who shares Lamar Hunt's vision. The Chiefs' kingdom captures the trophy and it stays here. Yes, the Chiefs are back-to-back AFC champions. And the Super Bowl 54 champions are ready to run it back. They are headed to Super Bowl 55 as a road team to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, that fella is excited. The Chiefs Radio Network there. And before that, the great Gene Deckerhoff on the call. Final play there on the Bucks Radio Network. All right, let's hear from our two principals. It's the GOAT versus... uh, the man who would be goat, I guess. Uh, Tom Brady against Patrick Mahomes. This is just going to be a fascinating matchup. I really can't wait for it. I learned a long time ago not to bet against Tom Brady, but I mean, at some point, doesn't I? Who knows? 
Let's hear from Brady. Uh, if, you know, one thing about Tom, um, he is great at deflecting, and he is not going to give anybody any bulletin board material for the next couple of weeks. It just once, I would like to hear him say, you know what, you're right, it was all me, I am the greatest of all time. But obviously, he's not going to say that here. It's hard to envision, you know, this is a, a goal, but at the same time, it's a it's a week-to-week league. So, you know, we're at seven and five, seven games ago, not feeling great, you know, Felt like, you know, we needed to find our rhythm and played four great games down the stretch last quarter of the season. And then after that, it was just all bonus. And we just had to go play well. And we played well in Washington, uh, played well all the way around in uh, in New Orleans. And it's a great football team. And then came up here knowing that we needed to play great. And uh, the guys came through. Everyone stepped up to the challenge. And, um, again, just a great football's ultimate team sport. And uh, it takes everybody. And everybody plays a role. And uh, just so proud of this whole team. And, again, just blessed to be a part of it. You realize that this will be the 55th Super Bowl in NFL history. Tom Brady will have played in 10 of them, almost a fifth of all Super Bowl games. So for anybody that wants to say he's not the GOAT, he's the GOAT. I mean, it's not about talent. It's about accomplishments. And as accomplishments go, nobody has gotten even close to what Tom Brady has done. Although Patrick Mahomes may very well one day. And here was Mahomes after getting the Lamar Hunt trophy. The Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. Uh, being able to go up against one of the one of the greatest, not the greatest quarterback of all time in his 150th Super Bowl, I mean, it's going to be a great experience for me. I mean, uh, to go out there and get to get, have a chance to repeat and get to do it against the best, I mean, it's, uh, it's something special, and I'm excited for the opportunity. NFL insider, Washington Post reporter Cindy Boren joins us as we take our first early look at Super Bowl 55. It is 55. I always, I'm, I'm never good with Roman numerals. I don't know about you, Cindy. <laughs> yeah, uh, after about three, I was lost. Yeah. Okay, yeah. maybe, maybe a, you know, once it got past the X's, to be honest, and the L, you know, I, yeah. I, 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 I can we move on from Roman numerals, please? Just go to go to regular numerals. I I completely agree with you. I tell you what, I, I'm going to call Goodell right after this and see if we can okay. get some movement on that. I'll let I'll let him know you're in favor of it. That should help. Oh pl- yeah, please do. Drop my name. <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's how I get in the door. What can I say? Oh yeah, and you'll be out the door. <laughs> Maybe that that is always a possibility. But you know, it's, it's that that's what life life is all about. Adventures like that. So I don't mind. Let's get to the game. Uh, 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 all Which right. One? So, yeah, really. Um, <laughs> I mean, two really, I thought they were two really entertaining games yesterday on, on Championship Sunday. You know, I know the final scores were, especially, you know, the the, uh, the AFC game was a little bit wider than we wanted. But, I mean, the storylines yeah. going in were terrific. Yeah, they really were. And, and, you know, you saw two really good young quarterbacks in the AFC game. You saw two really good old quarterbacks in the <laughs> NFC game. Um, they were very entertaining. And I, I think that people kept thinking that, that maybe Brady was going to give it away there with the interceptions in the fourth quarter, but the defense held and the Packers couldn't do anything. Um, part of it was of their own devices, um, unfortunately for them. But it never bet against Tom Brady. That's my one rule of thumb. 
I, you know, I did for so long and then I finally just gave up. I mean, I, I don't see how, and I love all of, and I know a lot of it is hot takes, but I love the people who try to, I think at this point, play devil's advocate and say that he's not the greatest of all time. I, I don't know how you can't consider that. There, are, This is going to be the 55th Super Bowl. Tom Brady has played in 10 of them. Almost a fifth of all Super Bowls has involved Tom Brady. Yeah, and what, what really blows my mind about the, the Super Bowls that he's been in is, you know, he's 6-3 he's and three in the Super Bowls, okay? And you look at the scores and the way those games went, they've been wildly exciting. They've Some of them have been closer than others, but they've all been pretty close. He could be 9-0, and oh, and honestly, he could be 0-9. Oh it, oh, yeah. It's been that close. So it's it's always great fun when he's when he's in the Super Bowl he, it's always very entertaining yeah well I mean after uh before they won the fourth one I mean that was that was kind of the tipping point because he was on a losing streak when he got there and it was like eh, you know you never know and then he's taken it to this other level what do you think that the 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 conversation about Brady that I love to have is you know which is it and have we have we solved at least that debate over Brady and Belichick because I still maintain that while you got to give you know Brady obviously credit for taking yet a second team to the Super Bowl and oh by the way in his first year with that team but it's it's not like it's not like he came to DC and took that roster uh, to the Super Bowl either I mean he did walk into a a relatively good situation there but I mean does, does that take away from this accomplishment at all you think? I don't think so. Uh, not for me anyway. Um, and, and I don't really separate the two, um, Brady and Belichick, when it's come to when it comes down to greatness questions. Uh, clearly, the victory yesterday would seem to indicate that maybe Brady was a little bit more had a little bit more to do with the, the dynasty than Belichick. But Belichick was the, the architect of the defenses and some of those games were won on defense. So I, I, I'm just kind of moving on from that whole whole uh, conversation. I do think probably you have to lean a little bit toward toward Brady here. I, the jury's still out on Belichick. We'll see what he can do over the next couple of years. Good point. Very good point as always. So we've so it's it's the Bucks, the Chiefs, it's the goat versus the guy that could, you know, potentially replace him one day. Uh, this is the baby the baby goat. I like that. What by the I don't you know I don't even know what do we call baby goats? I don't even know. Billy goats, right? Aren't, aren't, oh no, I sounds guess good. that's a, a regular goat. Yeah. Uh, sounds Let's good to me. I'm a baby goat. Okay, okay. baby anyway. goat's good. <laughs> I'll Wikipedia it later. Uh, but I mean, could there, I, I really, while I would have loved to have seen Aaron Rodgers get another shot in the Super Bowl, I really think this is, this was the storyline I think that we all wanted, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I think everybody looks at Aaron Rodgers and sees such an amazing generational talent and it hasn't manifested itself in, in rings. And he's been to four NFC championship games, I believe, and has won what one of them. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a big flaw on his, on his record. I mean, it's not gonna keep him out of the Hall of Fame, come on, but it, it's, a, it is a, it's, it's a flaw. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's the, the amazing thing to me when I watch both Brady and Mahomes, I see two guys in the uh, playing quarterback that it just seems like the game moves at a different speed when they're looking at it. And that speed's slower. You know, the, the game seems like is slowed down 
so much for the two of them that I, I'm wondering, you know, can can either one of these defenses slow the guy down? You know, not because of, you know, of, of, of raw talent in, in Brady's case, but just because their football IQs are are so are so high, you know? Yeah, and it's in a different way. I mean, of course, uh, Brady isn't as mobile as, as Mahomes, but you're right. They see so much going on. Brady, of course, has all week long in the pocket to stand there and look around and wait for, for players to open up. But uh, I think the interesting thing for me right now is we learned after the game that, that the Chiefs lost their left tackle. That's going to be a problem for Patrick Mahomes with, with the, the Buccaneers rush. Right. He, he's out. Um, and that will be problematic. Uh, Andy Reid is also a mad scientist, and I'm sure he'll cook up something. He and Eric Bieniemy will cook up, you know, some wacky play or something to to cope with it. Um, and and of course, uh, Bruce Arians is the just the same on the other side of the on the other side. Look at the touchdown pass to Scotty Miller. My God, that was unbelievable! Just before the sec- the uh, first half ended. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no risk it, no biscuit, Arians. That <laughs> I, I'm going to be interested to see if if both of those guys, you know, kind of stick to that coaching philosophy on the big stage. Because I think if they do, it could it could make for a fascinating game. And, and I mean, I think they will. Neither one, you know, both of them have experience there, and I don't think either one of them's you know shy about no. uh, you know dancing with dancing with the girl that brought them. Nope. And if you'll remember, they played in at the end of November and the Chiefs won by three points. But uh, that was sort of the beginning of the Tampa Bay winning streak four in a row. And there were that was almost a thousand yards of offense. Um, uh, Mahomes passed for 462 yards, Brady for 345. And of course, he had two interceptions. Brady's going to get picked off. Mahomes is less likely to. But I, I don't know why anyone would really expect anything other than another big offensive output. Yeah. It's it really, I, I think you know, the hype for this, I, I know the hype God knows every year is through the charts. So this smacks of presentism, but I mean, I just, I really think the hype for this one is, is going to be so huge just for, you know, the, the reasons that you've enumerated and, you know, so Brady will more than likely throw interceptions you're turning it over to a, to a team that, you know, showed yesterday, you got to score touchdowns against them because you can't keep them out of the end zone. But yet Tampa's defense is so good. It's like, it's like, who's going to give first. And the chief's defense has been suspect that right. that's what the Chiefs do. I, I grew up a chief's fan and I've been watching them. I'm not really anymore, but I've been watching them ever since Patrick Mahomes came in and they give up, they give up a lot of points and a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, uh, yardage uh, in between the the red zone so i think for me i think it's going to be you mentioned the hype and i think it's going to be interesting to see because no one's going to be there oh there's that day nobody will be there until friday and what thursday and friday or friday and saturday before Mm -hmm. the game well tampa of course will be there but um they there just won't be the hype there won't be the the availability that you usually get on media day. And then even in, uh, even with players, um, you'll be zooming, there'll be zoom conferences and it's just not the same. I think we've learned that. 
Yeah. Although I, I think for those of us that cover it, that's going to be a nice refreshing change that it won't be the same, you know, and I, no, no jockeying for position with entertainment tonight extra. And although I, I love the guys that Jimmy Kimmel sends, at least, you know, that one less body you have to worry about there. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, someone shows up in a wedding dress right. and they ask main questions. Yeah. I get that. And you're trying to get enough material to last you through the week when you're there covering you know covering it go up to as many players as you can and and get so many so many quotes in your in your notebook but uh and it's difficult <laughs> but <laughs> yeah it, it will be it will be different it will be really really different um, yeah. uh, it, uh, uh, but it's a miracle that it's not come off at, at all uh, very very true very true hey uh what's uh anything new out at uh out at ashburn any uh any good juicy gossip from sam and les and and nikki and all the and all the crew out there that we need to know about today not yet no uh we'll see you know, alex smith has a big decision coming up yeah um one thing that that fans of the, the football team were all excited about yesterday was watching aaron Rodgers press conference where he seemed to be you know, <laughs> He was experiencing angst and voicing it. And I think everyone was pretty much um, picturing him in the burgundy and gold, all of the, the football. Yeah, all team. the memes and yeah, every Photoshop yeah. was going crazy yesterday. Yeah. And I, maybe I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, the question is what, what will Alex Smith do? Um, I kind of hope he retires just because I, and I don't think we know how badly hurt his, his leg was. They kept describing it as a calf, uh, bruised calf bruise. And clearly there was more to it than that. We reported on it. I believe Nikki had the story. And I just don't know. I just don't know if he should come back. Now, it's not up to me. Heaven knows he <laughs> wants to play. Um, but it always makes, I think, everybody a little bit nervous when he's out on the field just because no one wants to see him get hurt. Yeah, I the for me the big question is would Matthew Stafford uh, accept accept a trade here to Washington? And aside from the nineteenth pick, what else is it going to take in order to get him yeah. here? And is the is that price tag too much? Yeah, and is he the guy you want? Yeah. Uh, if there are others available, it's, it could be an interesting market if you can pursue Deshaun Watson. Don't you go in that direction as opposed to Matthew Stafford? Well, it depends what they want. It depends what Houston would want for it. I mean, if you're talking right. about, you know, if, if they start asking for, obviously, Chase Young's off the board. But I got to tell you, the, you have a, a portion of your team that's already elite and to mess with the continuity of that, of any of the guys on the defensive line, just to me, and uh, like you said, and it's not my decision, but to me, that would not make sense. Even as great a player as Deshaun Watson is, I wouldn't want to see a John Allen or a Montez Sweater or, or, you know, a Deron Payne walk out the door at this point. I think probably the only two people who really would be deal breakers would be Chase Young and, and Montez Sweat. And yeah. maybe not even Montez Sweat. I, now I would disagree with that again, and I'm I'm with you. I I think they have my monkey with the with the the defense. It looks good, especially the defensive line. Why mess with that? Right. Uh, but, and I don't know what on offense you could give away. What what, how it would work, uh, <laughs> and how you could make them happy. Maybe yeah. draft pick down the line or something. 
Yeah, yeah, it will it will definitely be interesting to see over the next few weeks. That's for sure. Cindy Boren, thank you so much. I appreciate it as always. You can follow Cindy Boren on Twitter. The Twitter handle is what is it again? At Cindy, at Cindy Boren. At B-O-R-E-N. See, nice and simple. That's the way you got to keep it. Cindy, <laughs> Cindy, thank exactly. you so much. It is always a pleasure to have you on. Thanks. Great to talk to you. It was fun. And you know what that music means. Time for us to get on out of here. Caps, Isles, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock face-off. We will talk about it as always, as well as more on Super Bowl 55 throughout the week. Have a good one. Try to stay dry. Remember, like the wise man has always said, get out on your bike tonight. As always, do wear white.